Hey, what's up, everybody? Here with the No Corona Zone. And I have two lovely ladies on my show. Hey, tonight. what's up, oh, everybody? Sorry about that. I have two lovely ladies on, on tonight who have recently dipped their toes into streaming. And uh, you guys are very new at this. You guys are babies. You guys are pups when it comes to streaming. So we'll start off with uh, with you, Marisa. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you what do you stream? Um, so, right. So I am me. Um, thanks for putting me on the spot. I have, um, I started streaming because I figured it was the easiest way to connect. I actually just started a business and it was the easiest way to connect with people during this time and still um, make money. I have kids going into college and I need to be able to afford that. So on top of streaming for the sales, I also just go live just to connect with them, just to say hi, just so they get familiar with seeing my face and um, having conversations with me that have nothing to do with what I'm selling. Okay. And uh, we're going to get deeper into uh, what made you start doing it and all of that kind of stuff. But um, I want to uh, take an opportunity to introduce Natasha. How are you doing, Natasha? I'm good. Thanks. How are you? Good, good, good. So tell us about uh, yourself and what got you in the stream. Um, so I am somebody who's worked in mental health for many, many years. And uh I have started doing some public speaking. And so one of the things my marketing person said was get on Facebook, do some lives. So I've been doing Facebook lives and Instagram lives. I go on every Tuesday at eight Eastern time um, and uh, talk about different aspects of mental health and resilience, which is a big focus of mine and just kind of bring some awareness of um, what I have some knowledge in. And what I found is the doing the lives has helped me get more comfortable with speaking, um, which will prepare me more for when I'm on a really big stage. And that's the thing, right? You want to be on that big stage, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Eventually. All right. So we'll, we'll get deeper into what you guys do. Now, Marisol. Yes. I know you're not Mexican. No. But since it's Cinco de Mayo... You add the little bit of Latin flavor <laughs> to, the, to the thing tonight. <laughs> so uh, everybody, it's so funny. People are celebrating it. You know, uh, people are having margaritas, tacos, uh, wearing sombreros, even though they're from Nebraska. <laughs> you know, I haven't had not a single tequila, not a single drink, not a single taco today at all. Oh wow! I haven't had a taco either, so I almost felt like maybe I maybe I ain't doing it right. You know what I'm saying? Like I gotta maybe I need to. Uh, have, you know they have. You know it's funny. There's this taco uh, stand that's right around the corner from me, and their tacos are the bomb. And since Corona, right, they've been not around. So uh, they, I just saw them. I just saw them. They were uh, they hadn't been open in, in weeks. And now uh, I would have went, but the line was long. It's like unusually long. So I was like, I don't feel like waiting in line. So I'll, I'll just go ahead and cook. You know, I won't be lazy. So, but uh, yeah. So uh, actually, Marisa, it's like St. Patrick's Day. Hilarious. 
Um, actually, I met Marisol in Atlanta. Oh, what's up, Kedra? Um, when was that? October of last year? The end of October, early November? When we're in Atlanta? November, beginning of November. Beginning of November, right. Because uh, Halloween was there when I got there. So, and you hadn't gotten there yet. Correct. Yeah. So, um, and uh, we made tacos, uh, me and her. And uh, somebody burnt their rice. <laughs> I don't know who did that. I, yeah, I don't know who that person is, but somebody uh, got like a million ingredients for rice. I mean, it was like, it was a bunch of stuff I ain't never heard of before. And then the rice got burnt. I know. And you were like, what was it? Oh, I mean, this person, we're not going to say who it was. This person was like, get some bread to get rid of the, what was it? You wanted some bread to get rid you of You put the some bread on top of the burnt rice and it absorbs the flavor of the burntness. Does that work for real? Yes. I need to do a Mythbusters or something and <laughs> see if that's true. I've never tried that before. So, uh, yeah, but that, no, but that, that still was a, a great experience. Had a great time. Uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, Shannon was there. Tiffany was there. Uh, Anthony was there. Yardley was there. It was a, it was cool. Good times. Good times. Um, now you're from Toronto, Natasha. Yep. Born and raised, right? Born and raised. Other than going to school in Ottawa, I've been here my whole life. But you've come to the states before, right? Yes, I was last there. I was on the American side of Niagara Falls in February. Now, is your parents on the American side or the Canada They're side? on the Canadian side. Oh. Um, I actually did not even tell them I was in Niagara Falls that time. We went to see Boys to Men at the casino on the American side. And you didn't tell your folks? Well, you know, it just, it was a quick trip. And there's a wine tour at the same time. And, you know, my friend and I wanted to do the wine tour. That makes me sound so bad. I would like to point out, I just sent my parents some gifts today in the mail. So I have a good daughter. <laughs> um, but no, I didn't. I didn't actually mention to them. I told them later, but uh, I'm sending this tape to your mom. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know how to use it to technology to watch it. So it's all good. Okay, well, you we'll might put it on VHS. Okay, so so is that the only place you've been out here? Oh no, no, no. Um, that was February and October. I spoke at a conference in Tulsa. Um, so it had been my first time to Tulsa, which was really cool to see Black Wall Street. Um, I've been to New York and Connecticut and Atlanta and Florida and Palm Desert, California. Palm and Desert. where else have I been in the States? A few other places. LA? Um, no, I've actually never been to LA. How do you go to Palm Desert? Other than landing in LA to get on a cruise ship. How do you go to Palm Desert but not Los Angeles? Because I have a timeshare and so uh -huh. I just heard. I just saw. Pa I just saw California. I was like, "Woo!" And I saw Palm and thought I saw Springs. I think I just got excited. And <laughs> we went to this resort in Palm Desert, but it was okay because you know we got to do some cool things. There's a like tram car ride, and you go like, "Oh God!" I think it's 8,500 feet above above sea level, and yeah, you get to see a completely different view of the world riding on this giant cable car across uh, 
the sky. It was really cool. Once I was convinced I wasn't going to plummet to my death because I have a small fear of heights. So once I got past that, I was good. Man, I got to, you know what? I used to love um, uh, roller coasters. Oh, no, no. When I was young, I loved roller coasters. Now I can't do them. is with me. Nope. I can't do them no more. My fear of heights is not little. My fear of heights is big. So roller coasters, nope. Well, I'm the genius who decided. So I have a fear of heights, Uh but my issue with roller coasters is not the height. My issue with roller coasters is, you know, that feeling like if an elevator kind of feels like it jumps and that feeling Uh in your stomach, I hate that feeling. So that is why I thought no for roller coasters. But I decided to teach the young people I was working with, you know, let's look at confronting our fear. And I said, okay, I'm with two group homes on a trip and I'm going to go on a roller coaster. Went on one, thought it wasn't that bad. Went on the second one and yeah, never again. (laughs) Never (laughs) again. It was not cool. Yeah. uh, That would be a a bad date if you take a woman out on a date and you go on a roller coaster and you pee yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Date, relationship, everything over, yeah. Actually, maybe not some women. I don't know how I would handle it, but... I know a a woman who the final straw of her with her boyfriend was when he peed the bed because uh, he was drunk and he went to sleep. And when she woke up, yeah. And it, it... yeah, and she said that was it. I can't oh this no more. I can't do it no more. Yeah, so I, you know what? That would be the final straw for me too. <laughs> I don't know if I, could, <laughs> I don't know that I could uh, could handle that one. Yeah, that's pretty bad. So, uh, my mom took me to Magic Mountain in Cali when I was little. I, I used to go there all the time. She says I hate roller coasters. What's up, Andre? Dre's in the house. What's up, Dre? Drake, um, yeah, I can't do the roller coasters, man. And I found out a lot of people like me, so I don't feel so bad, man. Some real hardcore guys that are. You know, I needed that those theme parks because who's gonna hold your purse and your jacket when you're on the roller coaster? That so I serve right a there. very distinctive purpose. Not to mention, who's gonna blow all their money trying to win a toy this size because they can't go on roller coasters? That's how I serve the theme park and bring money to the theme park. Blowing all my money on those games. What's your cat's name? This is mm-hmm. his real name is Ghost, but we call him Crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. Why Crackhead? So when he was a baby, so we have him about seven years now. And when he was a baby, my daughter decided that she was she's she was young herself at the time. She was like 10, 11 years old. She decided she was going to give him catnip. So that's fine. You know, a little catnip doesn't hurt. So she gave him a little bit of catnip. He decided he really liked it. We left the house one day. She left it really low. Um, we left the house one day. We came back and the bag was tore open. Every ounce of catnip was missing. Um, there was like crumbs all over the place. And that was it. But what we did see was Crackhead bouncing off the walls. We have like a really long hallway. He was literally bouncing off from one wall to the next without touching the floor because he was high. And for that stuff. 
like fiend. He smells it now and he's like, <laughs> so we call him Kraken <laughs> because catnip right. is cat crap, <laughs> cat crack. Wow. So you lace his catnip with crack. That's what you do. No. No. It, the catnip itself is the crack. I, you know, I don't. I know you have a dog too, right, Mary, Marty? Correct. I have two. I don't see you as a cat person, though. You don't come off as a cat person. Really? No, you're a dog person. You look. You you feel like a dog person. I am a dog person, but I had a dog that I was really, really attached to. I grew up with him. That when he died on me, I swear I'd never have another dog. So I I don't let them get as close to me as I used to. And I stick with the little kitty cats instead now. All right, let me wait. Let me look at Natasha. Let me see if Natasha. I would say she's more would be a dog person over a cat person. Yeah, see, I'm pretty good. I'm I'm good at that. You can look and tell people like the real talent is if I could pick any animal, what would it be? Any animal? Zebra? Nope. A dolphin? No. I want a parrot and a turtle. Parrot and a turtle, yeah, but like a tiny turtle. I don't want the like real big ass turtles. Oh, okay. Oh, look at what's up, Andre? What's up? Hey, I know you know Marty, but I don't know if you know Natasha. I don't know Natasha. I've seen her on some of the lives before. Hi, Natasha. How are you? Hello, I'm good. Thanks. How are you doing? I'm good. She said she loves to eat turtle. I've never eaten turtle. Is anyone there turtle? So for somebody who wants one as a no, pet, I did try turtles. one two years ago in the Cayman Islands, about a year and a half ago. They eat, they eat just a tiny, tiny piece. Wow. The lady who offered it to me, she looked like my grandmother. How did? How could I say no to her? No. <laughs> no, she was so cute. She's like, come baby, just try it, man. And I it was like talking to my granny. I just, I so I tried it. Wow. When you season anything well enough, it, it tastes good. I'm not going to eat it again, but yeah. it was all right. Was it tender? Like, was yes. It like, tastes like chicken. <laughs> I don't know. It didn't taste like chicken. Um, I don't know if I thought it tasted like any other meat I had tried. But apparently in the Cayman Islands, like eating turtles regular. Mm -hmm. Like that's a, that's a normal shell. Like, do they lick the shell? I don't know. Well, you know what they say about the Cayman Adrian Islands. likes it. Can't you know what they say about the Cayman Islands. So, uh, what do they say about the Cayman Islands? That's where you go to dump money. You know what I'm saying? You got to hide your, your your money, right? So you, so did you get on the plane with uh with the briefcase full of money, or how'd you work that out? Did you have a tape? No, because my money's in Zurich, dude. Come on. Oh, oh you have to diversify your funds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, man. they probably say that too because Cayman is very expensive. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's what I always think of. Is that's where you go to, you know, the hide your if your funds, you know. So uh, I know uh, Marty, she a baller over there. No, whatever. Girl, she got yo. She she got years in the game. She yeah, uh, yeah. You know what? Tell us what's that baller life like, Marty. There is no such thing as a baller life. Whatever, Marty. She has that little baller smile too. You see it. That you know, I could buy all of you guys right now. I can buy and sell you guys. That's Absolutely kind of not. I think Dre is the baller. He's the real baller over yeah. there. He's got two master degrees. Come on now. 
Oh yeah, they got to pay you back. That means I got student debt to pay. Yeah. I was just gonna say, what what do you master's degree? <laughs> that don't mean. Uh, I think there's only one master's that we didn't. I don't have to pay for. The other one is a mortgage. Wow, that's dope, though, man. Yeah. What did you study? Oh, me. Um. So I have a, a master's in marriage and family counseling, and a master's of science and teaching. To practice marriage and family counseling, do you be, do you need to be certified in the U.S.? Um, it depends on what state. So it, it's it's the states. Uh, each state has its separate laws. Okay. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. Where are you? Are you in Canada? I'm in Canada. Yeah. So what part of Canada? Toronto. Oh, Toronto. All right. Mm -hmm. Toronto. The one like place that most people have heard of. Yeah. <laughs> Not in the border towns. That's where I've, I've heard, heard of. I've heard of Kitchener. I've okay. Welch. Guelph. Guelph. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of. Um, uh, yeah, those are the two that I know of. Now he's naming all the places the girls he meets are where they're from. <laughs> Whoa, that's how that's how I that's how you want to do it. Man. You gotta... Notice he didn't deny what? it. <laughs> yeah, so what? Like, what? What's that? Oh, sorry, you just met me. Sorry, I have no manners, so just no. be aware that's, now. You're supposed to say sorry, you're from Canada. You're say sorry. <laughs> Oh no, I'm I've <laughs> lost that ability to say sorry for absolutely everything. But everything. you know what? The sad thing is there's a little bit of truth to the stereotype. Like yeah. you bump into somebody and the person you bump into is apologizing. Yeah. yeah that that's really how we are here, a lot of us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. So are you so you know LA Wade and uh, I just met LA Wade on Kente show last week. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what is it with Kente and these Canadians, I know, right? I know. Canadians I'm, a I'm a collector, and it's not even like the Canadians on the West Coast. He only deals with East Coast Canadians. Yeah, no, no. Like if you're at least dealing with the same time zone. <laughs> yeah, well, you know that's, that time zone's a five hour flight away from where I live. That's my sweet spot right there. That uh, that region. <laughs> so. where, that's where all the beautiful ladies are from. That is true. That is true. Yeah. The, Toronto. The, the, yeah, that's where the, the dimes stay. So, you know, and they all say they they have such this hard time finding somebody, and it's so mm -hmm. hard. And these guys out here, da 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 da. In Toronto, are they that bad? It, it's it's an interesting atmosphere out here oh. in the dating world. Yeah, can't okay. you got to take a visit. <laughs> First question to ask: Where are you from? The states. You're, you're a shoo in. There you go. So, Marty, um, where you live at, um, uh, do you is it just single men everywhere? You got you can just pick. It's not everybody's related. You got to import. Everybody, yeah, everybody's related. Everybody <laughs> yeah, knows right. everybody. There's like three degrees of separation in Staten Island. Yeah, like mm. if, I, if I dated somebody, I probably already dated their cousins, you know, aunties, uncle. It's not uncles, like uncles. <laughs> <laughs> like Dre yeah. actually dated someone that I knew yeah. who he was dating. Yeah, at the time, but I didn't know him, yeah. but I knew of him. Wow, that's how small Staten Island is. Yeah, wow, that's crazy though. And but because now you're in New Jersey, right? I am now, but you work still in Staten Island, so yeah. you still most most my, all my dealings are going to be in Staten Island. To be honest with you, yeah, you know it's funny though. Like we were talking about this earlier. Like I totally, I see you as Staten Island Dre. You know, like yeah, that's always part of who you are. But it's funny though, Mari is from there too, but I don't think of her like that. I don't think of her as Staten Island Mari. Why is that? 
Well, I think of you that way, but I don't think of her that way. I just think of her as Marty. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe she's not real Staten Island. She's, I don't know. Maybe I don't, I don't, maybe she's kind of, I don't know. If maybe I'm not real Staten Island, what am I then? I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know what it is. Either that or it's because you actually met me in person that you now associate me as a person and not just where I'm from. Oh, so you know what? That's good. That is, I'm being sexist, hilarious. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's good. You know what? I didn't even think about it like that. Maybe it is because I met you in person. So now, you know, is that was that your son grabbing for you? No, that was my daughter. Oh, okay. okay. The baby's so, been banished from the room for the duration okay. of the live. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, all right. So, uh, when are you coming back out to uh, the states, Natasha? I mean, you're a speaker, public speaker. You are doing a lot of things. Are you coming out here? Well, you know, thanks to this lovely pandemic that we're in, that remains to be seen. Mm. Um, you I'm trying to think. Right now, the next trip I had that I was supposed to be in Vegas actually in April over mm -hmm. the Easter weekend. Um, so, which I found kind of ironic because I'm like a religious holiday in one of the most sinful places on earth is just the best way to do it. Mm -hmm. um, but it was, we were just supposed to be out there for somebody's uh, birthday. So that's how it ended up being that weekend. Um, and then I was supposed to be in Newfoundland, which is the very most Eastern province in Ontario, in Canada, sorry, um, in June, at a, speaking at a conference that got kiboshed. Um, so right now I have nothing plan. The only other thing that was a potential was my friend is speaking at a conference in St. Croix in November. And I'm really hoping that doesn't get canceled because I want to go not for the conference. They can talk to their blue in the face. I just need some time at the beach. Um, 2019, I did not see the beach. What, what I'm Jones. This? Sorry? What kind of conference is, is this? She's a psychologist. So um, she just travels the world speaking at psychological conferences. So she actually spoke with me at the conference. There's a, a mental health conference in Tulsa that we spoke at, Zero. Um, the, the truth is that we all need some mental health. Um, Carlos. We should go. I think we should all go to St. Croix. What do you got? I, I, I have a cousin who, who's a psychiatrist. And I'm like, I think she should prescribe travel Facts. because it's very good for people's mental health. Hey, Carlos, hop in, Carlos. Uh, yeah, man. Um, I'm down for some St. Croix. So I've never been. So does, does that mean Natasha and Marty, will y'all be rocking the two piece? No two piece here. No two piece. You got to do the two piece. I think that'll be good for Kente's mental health. <laughs> I have a I have a tankini that looks like a one piece, um, but I have a two piece that if I wore it, I'd probably wear a wrap over it the entire time. Why's that? Um, my own comfort level. Because the funny thing is, I go to the Caribbean and I'm like, why am I feeling ashamed? And I'm like, it's that damn North American part of me that makes me think that I need to look a certain way because I go to the Caribbean and I'm in, I'm built like what they dream of, but I live in Canada where this is not what they're looking for. So that kind of sticks in my brain. So interesting. But my goal is, and I don't want to go full nude, but my goal is to do a, a nudie beach. You, okay. That's interesting. There's a, uh, I wear a two-piece uh, with pants and the shirt. I think she's going to say. Um, okay, so the thing about a nude beach is I haven't been to one, um, but I've done some research. And uh, 
a bunch of old people generally go to nude beaches. Right? I was just going to confirm that. So I've been to the nude beach. Um, there is a very long beach in St. Martin. Um, I think it's called Seven Mile Beach, but I can't really remember. And so part of it is nude. Um, but, you know, nudity is a very... Um, our comfort level with nudity is based on culture. So I went to the nudie beach because I didn't realize I had, there's no barrier. So I was just walking along the beach. People were all of a sudden nude. And so I remained in my swimsuit. Um, but it really was a lot of old European wrinkly balls. Like they're just, they're just on a different comfort level. Like they're, and it really said something to me because I'm like, I'm here feeling self-conscious, but I'm like, People weren't staring and gawking, going, oh, my God, look at that. And I'm like, if I could just get over myself, I could just go free. But it was all the stuff in my own head why I kept my swimsuit on. Now, you know why I'm laughing is I swear every time Carlos comes in, it, the conversation will be like just a regular conversation. And the minute he comes in, it's always nudity, sex. It, it seems like it, it seems like it's on purpose. But I laugh because the minute you start talking about the new beach, that's when Carlos came in. And it, it seems like we do. It seems like it's like a, a ritual to, to turn it into some kind of sexual. I, I'm just blown away that I just walked in and I'm just hearing about wrinkled balls. Why am I always involved in these conversations? Literally, the conversation had nothing to do with anything. I was it, talking about travel and we talked about the beach and then but like really it was not intentional to go to the nude part of the beach it was just walking along the beach and I ended up at that part of the beach and what I noticed was some people were nude some people were topless people just did as they please but you were just it was still just being at the beach and where was this optional. this was in San Martin but I I also have been to oh. a resort in Jamaica um Oh, what's that resort called? There's a bunch of them around. Well, I've done that in Miami, and I've done that in, where was it? I think it was Italy and Switzerland. Okay, oh, see, so you've done it. Was it difficult to do? Like, did you feel self-conscious? Oh, no, I was always erect. They didn't mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have been to the beaches in um, Dominican Republic. Mm -hmm. They're... Even at the resorts, when you're like at the pools, they're like topless pools. They tell you it's adults only because their people are nude inside the pool water. Like, oh, okay. But yet here's me and I'm going, yeah, no, I would never be caught dead in anything showing any part of my flabby stomach or my cellulite thighs or anything like that. But people I'm don't not, care. I'm, and that's what I'm trying to remind myself of and get past because that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, but I, people I do really now. do not I, care. When I've done it, it was, I was in shape. Now I'd be like, you wouldn't catch me dead. Yeah, I, I, I vlog my whole my whole life. So I can't be on, on a new beach with my camera. So I, I just go to a regular beach. It'd be weird. If I'm at Wait, a new beach. Uh, well, you said you vlog your whole life? My whole life, yeah. What does that to do with anything? Because if I go on a beach, a nudie beach, and I vlog then, YouTube's going to flag me. It's going to be a bad thing. Well, gonna what, are you going to have the camera down there? No. <laughs> I, no, I wouldn't have my it down second there. brain have comments on my vlog. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm like recording my experience, and all of a sudden, you know, uh, you know, Vito is walking around with that's topless, and I mean bottomless, and he's like swinging left to right. It's not going to be good for kids that watch my vlog. And stuff, so, so that, might be, that any, might be when you turn the camera off. When yeah, you're at the, the camera off, yeah. Now, I, I don't know if you guys know any Latin artists. 
uh, there's a Latin artist called Evie Queen. Mm-hmm. And, she looks uh, like so a dude. She's, yeah, she's a, well, I, mean, I don't know. She's got big boobs and stuff. But uh, so that's her surgery. now. <laughs> and so she's about to do it. Uh, so we're, we're co-producing a show right now live. Uh, it's eight hours. Wow. And uh, But we've had a lot of top music performers, including her. Okay. Uh, we just had, um, we had Mark you. Anthony. We had Pete Joplin. We had, who else we have? We have Mana, Juanes, and and we got a lot more. Mark Anthony just performed. Oh, my so it's been So it's been pretty cool. And we're still got about four more hours to go. Oh wow! Cinco de Mayo. Well, it's actually for uh, it's a benefit for um, the farm workers. Oh, that's right. For, for the, most of, most of them are Latinos, so mm-hmm. we have the entire Latin entertainment community all volunteered to come on live, and we're actually using the same platform that we're on right now to go live with um, on Facebook and YouTube and Periscope and Stitch. Uh, not uh, basically every platform you can go on live. Okay, nice. Car- Carlos is the man when it comes to streaming, and and just all things technical. Uh, he has this device that um, if he left it on his uh, window, I would totally steal it from his window. Uh, <laughs> the, the thing that you were talking about the other day, where you could show the different cameras and stuff. Uh, uh, what's it called? The Elgato, the Yolo Live. You only Yolo live, live. Yeah, I would. I would steal it and be like Yolo as I'm running away. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but I'm not. But uh, so he's the guy. You guys definitely want to follow Carlos Phoenix. He's Colombian. Uh, you know, I got to bring that up. It's Cinco de Mayo. I got to bring it up. And wait, uh, he's not, wait huh? He's Colombian. Exactly. So you got to bring up Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> Yeah, it's a Mexican thing. <laughs> I was just gonna say, no, I'm Canadian. I think I know that it's a Mexican thing. I know. But... I know. I'm being stupid. <laughs> well, look, just like on on Thin Day, we're all Irish. Today, we're all Mexican. That's right. That is right. And you met Marisa. Have you met Marisa? No. Yeah, but you saw. Uh, I know we haven't. We haven't. We Marisa. chatted the last time you were on mm-hmm. in the chat room, like everyone chatting, but right. That was it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jen is here from Hawaii. Jen. Hey, Jen. Oh, I, sorry, I, I didn't mean to crash the show. I just wanted to be backstage. So I could, yeah, we met. Oh. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I remember your icon. I've never met your face. Jen is, uh, Jen is my, yeah. I'll do the same. On many shows. We got like a bunch of, we got a bunch of stuff that we we're supposed to be uh, doing. But um okay so wait hold on a second what did she say just kidding I know that it always catches up to you but it sucks people act like they can't have fun in life but when you're okay I must have missed something she said um something about going ahead and being naked and just doing it oh oh, oh we're back on being naked yeah so Natasha, so the next time you go to the nude beach, back on naked. Yeah, let's go back to being uh, naked, uh, Natasha. There was um, actually Ethan posted a question about would you go to the nudie beach and would you go naked? Well, she didn't ask would you go naked, but you've been asking all of us. What about you? Me? Mm-hmm. If I'm at the nude beach, 
that's a great sign. That means I've fully got to where I'm trying to get to. So, uh, so like, yeah. So, uh, but no, not right now. Hell no. I no, 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 no. I need to uh, talking about teachers being nude and the nude. Oh yeah, huh? Because yeah, because uh, you guys are both teachers. Yeah. You know what's crazy though? When I was a kid, this is gonna sound funny. When I was a little like a child, I thought my teachers like lived at the school. Like I, I didn't know that they had a life. Yeah, I didn't have I didn't know they had a life outside. Uh, you know, you go to school, they're there. And I remember one time, uh, and I I used to love messing with my parents about this. Um, I went to like a private school and they actually one thought the other was picking me up and neither picked me up. So and and um this is like obviously before like cell phones were the thing. So they couldn't get a hold of any, anybody. So the actual my teacher took me to her house, right? And she like lived in the hills and all of this stuff. And it was just so bizarre because you know, I'd never, you know, I was really young. You know, I'd never seen a teacher outside of school. So it was like, you know, she's getting her glass of wine, you know, she's being herself, uh, and all of that stuff. Uh, you know, it was pretty. It was pretty funny though. I did not. That's when I realized. Wait a minute. They they're people too. Teachers. <laughs> they actually they have lives. You know. Now here's the crazy shit though. Now with social media, you really get to see what your teachers be doing. So that's why now, they tell us don't friend your students' families and stuff like that. Like stay mm -hmm. off of. Keep them off your personal page. That's how I dated my English teacher. That's really smart. I always knew that teachers didn't live in school because um, I came home from daycare one time after school, mm -hmm. and my first grade teacher was sitting in my living room uh -oh. to talk to my mom about how I behaved in school that day. Uh -oh. Wow. What did you do at school that day? I don't even remember. I remember that butt woman. Mm -hmm. no. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what I did. And must have been bad. Mm -hmm. Come mm -hmm. to your house. So he was when, when you have children with your teachers, that's a problem. <laughs> uh, well, you know, they're going to be uh, well educated. <laughs> yeah. well, when I was younger, I went to a private school. Well, I kind of always went to private schools, but I went to a private school where it was actually taught by nuns. And I knew that the nuns did not live at the school because clearly the nuns lived at the church. <laughs> yeah. I just came over from the church to teach Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I went to a private school and up until high school. I went to a private school up, up in the high school and I was so glad not to be in private school after that, you know? So um, but I would say the reason why I'm such an amazing person is because of my the education I got, you know. In uh in, in I, public I, school. No, private. <laughs> but you know what? In, when I was in private school, like you respected the teachers. Like you wasn't gonna curse out a teacher, you know, because the teachers mm -hmm. could whoop your ass. They had to paddle. They have all kind of freedom. I did private school too. Yeah, they had For to my grade sevens to eleven years. Yeah, it was right. something. This, something. This what they would. This is what they did with the paddle. So they had the paddle, right? You know the paddles, right? The wooden paddle. So oh, they drilled holes. They drilled holes in it so when they're so it wouldn't get caught up with the you know the wind. So it just go and then it would like suction your butt. 
So yeah, it was uh you didn't want to get you didn't want to get that business. No. Wow. And how My often mom. were you getting beat? You know what? <laughs> I never got the paddle. I never got the paddle. We didn't have a paddle at my school. Oh, yeah. I know people that got it regularly. I almost got it on some BS. Like, it was one of those That's things. That's what they all say. No, no. Right. <laughs> it was like some kids were messing up, and then the teacher was like, you go to the principal's office. And it was like, you too. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I wasn't in that. In that. He's like, yeah, you wish you were. I'm like, wait, I had nothing to do with it. So I went there, and everybody's going to get paddled. And the, the principal was like, what are you doing here? And I was like, I'm not supposed to be here. And then she, she was like, go ahead. And they, it was so funny because my friends were like, oh, because they thought I was going to finally get it. But no, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I know I got enough at home, but I didn't get it at school. So they they line you up in front of the whole school and you see the people. Yeah, it was crazy. Anytime I ever got in trouble at school, my mom would sit me down at the kitchen table and she would say, do you know how much I'm paying for your education? You don't get to screw up. You don't get to screw up. Yeah, I. They, in my head, education was so transactional. Like I, I can't even describe it, but I was so afraid to make my parents upset because they were paying all that money for education. Yeah, my 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 father, he was uh, definitely he definitely would give me that kind of speech too about what you paying. I mean, if he has to, uh, if he had to come to school because of something, that was another conversation. He'd be like, you know, you're cutting into my drinking time. Oh wow! <laughs> well, my my mom was a prison guard, so you don't. My mess, mom, my mom was you don't mess with my mom. Like, my mom, my mom was in prison. That's how. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That, that's how my mom and dad met. Was uh, my dad worked in uh, Los Angeles County Art Museum, and my really? mother at a prison, and they were doing this outreach for the prisoners. They were doing a, a, a show and that's how my mother met. So my dad always said, I met her in prison. It was at a woman. Oh, wow. That's funny. But that's she, worked, she worked at the facility. So. But it's funny, like, see my mom now, it's like, you worked, you were a prison guard? I don't see it. That's how I feel about my mom, too. Yeah. Like, you can't look at this 74-year-old lady and go, are you kidding me? You were staring down criminals. Really? Really? The lady who cost a call me to ask me how to add somebody as a friend? No, no, that mm -hmm. can't possibly be. Mm -hmm. All right, so Marisol, you are we have Elvis Crespo live now. You said who? Elvis Crespo. Elvis Crespo. Who, who's that? Vitame. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm out of the loop. I don't. I only, know, I only know what's uh you know what's popping. Carlos, I feel um, like we are on an amusement park ride with your camera. It's like we're on one of those like loops that you like well, you know you I go up dancing. and then you go around. I was dancing um because you know I like Elvis Crespo, <laughs> and uh, so this is live. Uh, my portion of producing is done, so. I'm off, so to speak, but I'm keeping an eye on everything because I'm the I'm the live streaming master. That's my company name, and so I got to make sure that everything's running well. If there's audio problems, I'm gonna get every text message on the planet like <laughs> on full alert. Help! And uh, we already got, went over the first four or five hours, so we're we're over the hump. And Streamyard has held up, but we've had a couple of audio issues here and there. So okay, um, so, now. 
this is my tech this is my tech support setup right here <laughs> so nice. then i have it on the tv and oh. then i have my backup there wow. so i'm at the ready wow now natasha is just now getting into streaming as well as Madi. and uh so natasha you just bought the nude Definitely not in the nude. Oh man! Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, was I thought the whole thing was the only fans. If, uh, no, 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 no. I was about no. to subscribe, boy. If that oh, was well, there's this this websites for that. Yes, I'm sure there are, but I will not be on any of them. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't. I turn down those clients a lot. <laughs> yeah, wonder why. I all those clients that he turned down, I'll take. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I like to get paid in cash. <laughs> Oh, oh, they pay. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. No, coochie payments. I don't. Yeah, I don't accept coochie payments. No coochie payments. No, no, no. Coochie payments. No. Like that's Is that the new version of Bitcoin? That's yeah, I read that Bitcoin. I have no idea. Yeah, that's, first off, that's been uh, around since be the dawn of mankind. But how do you Bitcoin? How do you evaluate the coochie for payment though? It's like, you know, it's like, uh, no, you're a little short. Even though I got it, <laughs> you still need a little more. <laughs> you're gonna have to turn around, ma'am. <laughs> this is only half the Sorry. payment. <laughs> I got But they do it by a curve. Oh, yeah, there, Carlos. Each, Sorry. Which is really not hard to do. You just, so. you, like, you just paid me a Canadian. I need you to pay me an American. Oh, oh, shit. Ouch. 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 Oh, he's doing only two songs. Two only because a dollar is not doing well. Ouch. Uh, oh. All right. So, so you just got to. Oh, he's really good in Ooh. acapella. Oh, wow. He's up in his house. Visit his house. Now you can see in the reflection of the window, he's just sitting to a computer. Like that's awesome. And he's all in it. That's a performer right there. Gotta love it. Sorry about that. Don't mean to take over the show. No, no, no. It's all good. It just happens to be Cinco de Mayo, and I'm, I'm, I'm working. So, are you drinking with like some of the top Latin entertainers? It's fantastic. Yeah, that's amazing. Have you been drinking, Carlos? Um, uh, about no. I quit when I was nineteen. Oh, okay, okay, all right, all right. So, uh, Madi, I was I started to go to you, Madi. Um, now we were talking about earlier the uh, the scene in uh, in um, gosh, can't say how much of you had to drink. <laughs> so you are human, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, yeah, we got all these New Yorkers here. Uh, Jen is a New Yorker, uh, uh Carlos is a New Yorker, Madi, as well as Dre. So it's just me and you, uh, Natasha. We're the only non-New York. Um, she is the only foreigner one. Foreigner, right? But you know, it's I don't not... consider Canadians foreigners, to be honest with you. I totally do. <laughs> <laughs> She's a foreigner. She's Jamaican and uh, 
I my dad's condition, my mom's Jamaican, and I was born in Canada. So that's double. I saw I saw a great tweet about Canada and the U.S. today. Went something like this: uh, We all love to be your neighbors. This is the Canadian speaking. We all love to be your neighbors, but it's kind of like we're living upstairs from a meth lab. Shit. Uh, hilarious. hilarious. Sorry, guys. All right, so so um, Madi, you are in Staten Island, right? Mm-hmm. It's a small place. You say that it. You probably dated everybody. It's not even six degrees of separation. It's probably what one separation, which affects the what dating. What type world. of lady do you think you take? She's she's working. She blew up the <laughs> dating pool. So, it's like me calling Shannon easy yesterday. Like, no, no, she's. Okay, what I'm saying is you went through all your <laughs> options in Staten Island, right? For the most part. I haven't gone through all my options. I just gone mm-hmm. through all my immediate options. Immediate yeah. in Staten Island though. Staten mm-hmm. Island. So what's the closest place outside of Staten Island? What's the closest? Jersey. Jersey. Oh, okay. So have you dated a lot of Jersey guys? I've dated my fair share of Jer- Jersey guys. Oh, okay. So, so you, so you have a big playground there. Is that is, would that say is that your next biggest playground, Jersey? Oh wait, see, I don't like the way he's saying it, man. Right? Hey, you, you already went through everybody in Staten Island, and now you're gonna go to Jersey. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> Meanwhile, I said to my immediate availavi- uh, availability, um, I haven't met everyone in Staten Island. I haven't met every single guy in Staten Island, or every single married man in Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> so it just doesn't count. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is it's a small sandbox. Oh my God. <laughs> it's a small sandbox. And you've seen a lot of the grains of sand visually. I'm not saying you experienced it. Oh God. You've seen a lot of it. So yeah. your next sandbox is Jersey, probably, <clears throat> right? That's where you... No, I'm done with the whole dating scene. I'm done. Jersey is out of it. New York is out of it. I'm done. I'm 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 totally not. I I'm I'm totally with you, right? But if y'all think it's hard to date in any one geographic location, come and live on an island. It is. It's. I mean, I won't even go into how ridiculous. I live on an island. Yeah, they live on an island. You you know everybody who knows somebody. You, you cannot date somebody without dating their entire family because everybody here is related. It is it's, oh god, it's yeah. So I'm with you. I, I uh, what what that word family in um Ohana? Is it Ohana? Ohana. Yeah. Ohana. All right. Yeah. So the point the point I'm getting at, Marty. So you said you're done, mm-hmm. right? So what if? A wonderful gentleman, you know, you're walking down the street, you're walking your dog, you're whistling or whatever you do when you walk. He whistles at you. <laughs> and this wonderful guy All right. sees you, right? And, he like, Hello, everybody. and he's like, Marty. I mean, he wouldn't know that, right? He wouldn't know your name unless he was stalking you. Um, <laughs> no, so uh, no, he, goes, he goes, he goes up to you and he starts talking. You know, kicking game to you, whatever. 
right? You're going to give him a shot, right? I'm probably going to right then and there be like, hey, thanks, or whatever, and then keep it pushing. Here's my Snapchat. You ain't giving up the number? No. Give your Snapchat. Where, where would it take to get Marty's I number? I don't do Snapchat. What well, I do Snapchat, but I don't you know, update it often. Here's my TikTok. You know what you do is you give I got to step away. I'll see okay. you guys in a little bit. All right. What you do is you give your Instagram, but um, anyway, so um, so how do you get Monty's Instagram? Uh, oh, we're going to you, not Natasha next. Uh, so how do you how do you get um, how do you get Monty's attention? It's hard to get Monty's attention. It is. It's it to get it. You can get it quickly. It's hard to keep it. I should say that. I should rephrase it. Short attention span? Not that I have a short attention span. It's just that it it just, the people who tend to be attracted to me, I tend to be more intelligent than them. So the conversations leave much to be desired. And after a while, it's just like, yeah, no, I'm not talking to you anymore. Oh, wow. So they, they're not there. They're not, they're not there bright. They're not... Most of them tend to be correct. Do you know right away? No, mm. it's not till after like you know, couple conversations. There's some people like you know off the bat. The minute they open their mouth, they're like, "Yo, shorty." There's certain things that I just, I'm okay. I'm what they they call me a chameleon, right? Because I grew up in the ghetto, but I have a very professional profession. And so I can speak professional, I can, you know, but then I can go to ghetto in like 30 seconds, right? I go, I go, I, I, I can go back and forth between the two worlds very easily. Mm-hmm. If you come at me and you're like, yo, what's good, ma? I'm gonna be like, mm-hmm, not you. Hmm. Keep uh, it pushing. Uh, uh-huh. Like, but if you're like, hey, hi, how are you? Oh, you got a beautiful smile. Thank you. Now you've got my attention. Now we're talking a little bit. Now I'm going to like see where you're going. Anything more than that? And it's like, all right. All right. Okay. So maybe at the end, we'll have like a quick, can I have your number? No, you can't have my number. Or here's my burner number because I have a burner number. So here's, <laughs> here's your, my your number. Google, your Google voice number. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> the minute I'm done with you, I change that shit, you know? <laughs> oh, wow. That's funny. That's yeah. Funny. Okay, so that's, all right, I'm, I'm going to circle back. But uh, Natasha, okay, so you're walking to Tim Hortons, right? Um, I'm a coffee snob, just because you know about Tim Hortons. I'm not I'm not a big Timmy's drinker. Oh, okay. Well, well uh, just for the sake of, I just felt like I needed to say that because I'm, I'm not a big Timmy's fan. And we called it Timmy's out here, um, but I'm walking to Tim Hortons, right? And, and a very respectful gentleman who's handsome, you know, he shoots his shot. What's the best way to get Natasha's attention? Just kind of like Mari said, like just be straight. Don't come at me with lots of circular talk and yo yo yo. That's just I, I'm a big like I like to 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 put out there. People need to learn to read the audience quickly, mm-hmm. so. Do your assessment and and see that I'm not the type of woman that certain things are going to speak to me because it's not my world 
or it's not what makes sense to me. And as I present myself to you, if I'm already saying I'm something that, that you don't fit in, then accept it and move on. If you, what about an intelligence gap? Do you ever, uh, do you run into that like Madi was talking about? Absolutely. And do you know right away or does it take a while before you realize? Um, the thing is, if you know right away, that speaks to a real particularly low level of intelligence. And it's not that we're saying the people are dumb. It's just, can you match me and come any close intellectually? Because the whole thing is you want to be able to have um, the conversation challenge you somewhat, stimulate you somewhat. If you can't do any of that, then you're a waste of my time. Right. If you're coming at me to tell me what you think of how I look, fine, you're attracted to me. If that's your only conversation piece, then you you're very quickly not picking up on the type of person I am. So damn you fine is not a good is not a no, one. It's fine. Tell me I'm fine. But if 20 minutes later you're still telling me I'm fine and you have nothing to add to the conversation, then where are we going with it? Mm. I need more than just you think I'm fine. You've put that out there. I'm aware. Move on. Okay. You gotta throw out a Lord of the Rings reference because right away you'll know if they are good material or not. Just, you know, mention something about a ring and a hobbit and see what happens. <laughs> that's what I, see, that's what I was going to say to Jen. I was going to ask Jen the same question, but I was going to say, so, I mean, what what he has to wear, What because um, she likes that movie with the fish guy where the woman... Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he so he has to be looking like a fish to get your attention, Jim. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it, that's some pretty next level cosplay. So sure, why not? You know the okay. one scene I've only seen one scene of that movie, and that was by accident, turning through the TV, and it's the sex scene. And I was like, <laughs> that's the worst scene to see, too. I was like, oh, is this? it's called Shape of Water. It's called The Shape of Water. It won like an Oscar. It's like, uh, it's, was it the best picture? Y yeah, it's Guillermo, it's Guillermo del Toro who, who did it. She loved anyway. it. She loved yeah. it. And, and, and actually, that's not really the way that, you know, if somebody wants to impress me, the best way to impress me is like everybody else here said, behave intelligently. And I don't mean intelligently like, you know, you need to have a PhD or you need to have some kind of, you know, advanced mathematical understanding of quantum physics. It's nothing like that. It's just carry a conversation in a way that both sort of excites intellect and also maintains some kind of common interest. It's not about, to me, it's not about zeitgeist. It's not about, you know, just sort of what's happening in the moment. It's, you know, do you have something that we're going to be able to talk about for many conversations because the initial conversation will come and go. Do no, you know what I mean? No, I, I, I feel you. Yesterday, yeah. yesterday we had like a, this really interesting conversation and I, I wanted to get um, Dre's thoughts. Dre, you are um, over 35 for sure, right? Yes, I am. And uh, you're a successful guy, father, single father, um, degrees, you know, has, you know, all of that stuff, right? I guess. So, in the case, ah, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, um, so at this point, women that are your age, especially, are in that realm. Mm -hmm. They're looking to get booed up. 
They're looking to settle down. They're looking at the end game, right? Mm-hmm. And I can see a woman going, meeting you and going, that's my end game right there. You know, you know, he's uh, doing pretty well for himself. Me Thanos. <laughs> right. The kids are out the door just about, right? Because like the youngest is what, 15 or something? 12. Oh, he's 12. I thought he was a little older. I mean, he looks like he's 15. He's like 6'1". Yeah, he's a big kid. Yeah, yeah. Where are you feeding him, man? <laughs> Apparently, everything in his kitchen. <laughs> so the kids, you know, the kids are out, the, almost out the house too. Yeah. So, so you can a lot of women, you know, uh, predators out there, women predators, <laughs> might be looking at you as prey. You know, like, you know, uh, Danny Glover. <laughs> Not not Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'd be Danny Glover. Not everybody knows Danny Glover was a star predator too. I remember that movie. Uh, yeah, it was actually low key. All right. Yeah, it was low key. All right. So the question I want to get with you, man, is: Have you ever felt like you've met a woman and you felt like that was the case, like where maybe she, she you know, maybe she's seeing you as a re- retirement plan? <laughs> you know, not in the money case, but you know. As the, so it's mm-hmm. it's it's different for me because um six years ago mm-hmm. I was in a very different place. Right, right. Very different place. In 2012, I was in a extremely like low, 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 low place, low place. Right, right. And um uh that's eight years ago. Yes, eight years ago. Well, no, like eight years ago was I was in a low place. And it continued on until like six years ago. And then at, at six years is when um, I just got my associates. And I was working for years in the field that most people go to school and get master's degrees in. I mm. had that type of job. Mm-hmm. I was let go because I got divorced. Um, uh, nobody's hiring a single father of three newly divorced associate pastors in the churches. Wow. So, with no degrees, so, um, so it, it was a low point, and at that low point, um, not many people wanted to deal with Andre back then. Mm. So, um, I am I am uh, sensitive to motives. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. You know, so I, I'm sensitive to motives. Um, I was overlooked because I was a single father working very hard, multiple jobs um, to make ends meet for my, my family, making sure that I provided for them. But because we lived in a one-bedroom apartment, I slept in the living room, they slept in the bedroom, in a very small one-bedroom apartment. Uh, I was working, making you know barely $13 an hour uh, and then doing side jobs to, to make ends meet. Um, I was overlooked. So um, it would have been nice to, to be able to find somebody then and then build with but um, that wasn't the case. So um, now I'm hypersensitive about motives. Um, I'm, I'm, I haven't arrived. And, you know, yeah, I have pieces of paper that say I've earned master's degrees. And um, I think I'm making a, an okay salary right now where I'm able to, to take care of my family and not have to work multiple jobs. Um, and even though I don't think that I qualify as anyone's end game. Um, I'm not naive to think that some women may think of me that way. Uh, and if that's the case, 
I'm hoping that I would be sensitive to those motives and be able to um, respectfully decline that relationship. There's a lot, of, a lot of bobos out there. So believe me, you're for a lot of women, you would be the, an end game because there's a lot of dudes out there that you know. That's so my age trying to rap. Yeah. So right, right, they got a mixtape and they like, <laughs> right, they're right. gonna make it, bro. They're gonna make it. They're like, they stay in the game. He's fifty. I'm like, yeah, but he started when he's like sixteen. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But um, no, no. So um, because that's what kind of we were talking about yesterday. Like, there's um, we were talking about the whole idea of the person that she might be passionate about and then the person that, that she is, um, you know, makes sense, you know? Uh, and I, I use the, the guy's name is Bob, right? Uh, Bob is the, the good guy who, you know, who you can count on, who's stable, who, you know, he's handsome enough, you know? Uh, he, he's good enough in bed, <laughs> you know, uh, you know? Uh, but he just doesn't get you. He doesn't keep uh, Madi's attention because Madi's hard over there. Look at that, Madi. I don't even know how you keep Madi's attention. It seems like that's a chore. So I don't know. Like, but then there's Mister Excitement, right? And uh, so Natasha, are you more Mister Excitement or Mister Steady? Um, I'm too grown to be just looking for thrills. I know how to entertain myself. I travel on my own. I do what I please for my fun. I don't need to have a man come in my life, sweep in and just offer me excitement. If you've got excitement with nothing else to offer, you're not really doing anything for me. Then you're entertainment. I want a man who has substance and foundation and has ambition and can see past next week. That's why I need a man who can stimulate me with conversation and can offer me more than, you know, he can go for 45 minutes. Who cares? Like there needs to be more than that in life. Like, so, so Bob could be sexy to you. Um, I've had situations where I've been in, interested in guys that I didn't at first think were sexy. And as I got to know them, the connection made them sexier to me. All right. All right. You're not in your head too. Is that the same for you, Marty? I'm very, um, demisexual. I'm very, I need to have that connection. It doesn't matter what you look like. Once I get to know you, get to talk to you, then my interest peaks as long as there's some type of connection there. So yes, it is type kind of like that the same way. Is, Where, that, is that a thing? Demisexual? Yes. Oh, okay. I haven't heard that, but I've heard sapiosexual where you're, you're uh, attracted to intellect. Uh, well, demisexual is you can't have feelings and, 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 I, and I really do find this to be true. Like you can, you can experience some type of attraction, like, oh, he's cute, but it won't really hold you like that until you actually like form a connection, a bond with that person getting, and how do you form bonds? You have to get to know them. You have to spend time with them. You have to talk with them. You have to have conversations. If I can't have any of that with you, I can't have a relationship with you. But I think it depends what people are looking for. So, you know, if, if you're looking for, 
you know, somebody who looks good and looks good on your arm and is going to, you know, buy you a lot of stuff and then whatever, then people are going to find that and that's going to work for them. That's definitely not what works for me. I need what, what connects with me. I need connection. I need somebody who can hold a conversation. I need somebody who can match me spiritually. Like there's so many things that at, in a five second glance, you cannot see about me. So you have to have a conversation. And that's why I'd said earlier, if you start to see you don't fit, accept it and step away. Don't try to make yourself something that you're not, because that's where I usually find that, that I'm the one going. So yeah, it seems like things are going really well, but there's these things where it's just, I'm not going to get what I want and what I need out of a relationship. See, now that, that comes because you are a little bit more mature. Mm. Because people go into situations thinking this is this is going to be my my boo and my husband and my wife forever, and they don't give that opportunity for there to be like that assessment stage in a in a in a the, the spawn of a relationship. Like that that comes with straight maturity, maybe even life experience. You know, let's just talk, get to know one another first. No expectations. All right, we're not going ring shopping. We're not trying to contact the reverend. All right. Let's just become friends and get to know each other. Let's let's assess. Are we are we are we good friends first? Okay, mm-hmm. good friends. Now are we good partners potentially in life? Okay. And after that, no, are we intimately uh connected? All right, then you know, but people don't think don't do the, the levels in relationships. They go right into uh we meet one day, go out on a date, and now you know, you got a, a drawer in my dresser, you know, and it's only been three days in. Yeah, but I'm not looking for a relationship to fill any voids. I'm complete and on my own. Preach. Mm. That's why I can take the time to actually get to know somebody because I don't need you to fix my loneliness. I don't need somebody to fix my boredom. I, I can handle all of that on my own. Yeah. I want somebody who, that's why I want somebody who's going to match me intellectually and understand that for me, intimacy is so many it's there's so many levels of it so don't come thinking that because you know you're good lay that that's going to be your selling point that's you do, do not know me well if that's what you think is going to be the selling point right so and i think this is what people aren't doing anymore is they're not assessing who are you and are we a good fit for one another so what if you think i'm attractive lots of people are attractive it has to be more than that yeah. But you know, to be fair to the good lay people, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying, like, if you're clanging it, you're gonna do pretty well in your dating life. <laughs> you know, I mean, you you every once in a while you'll run into the Natasha's and say, you know what, put your, you know, Dexter, stop swinging it. You know, but uh, most times you're gonna do well. So uh, I can understand why, uh, you know, you might have that mentality if you're slanging it, right? So uh, so let's let's be fair to uh, everybody out there slanging it, women and men. I'm not, I'm not dissing any of those people. I'm just saying, like, you know, some of us, that for me, that wouldn't be the selling point. But it would be a cherry on the top. I'm not going to say I would I would dismiss it and not want it. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> it's not the selling point. It, it, okay, it's not this. It, you didn't buy the car because of the radio inside, right? But the radio inside is pretty bi- badass. 
Yeah, but if I have a badass radio, but I got to get the car fixed every two seconds and it's rusty and it's breaking down, who cares? I got a good surround sound, but I'm standing at the bus stop. Who cares? Well, of course. I'm saying, I'm just saying it's a cherry on the top. The cherry. It's, a, it's more than one cherry on the top. It's a big ass cherry on the top. I wouldn't say that. It might be some icing, but not the cherry on top. You don't think so? It might be Where's the icing, that? but not the cherry on top. You have to understand when you're dealing with an intellectual woman, if you can't stimulate her intellectually, then you've missed half of half of what what gets her going. No, I, I agree with that. I'm saying that, but I'm just saying, and slanging it too helps. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Because you're gonna go to work with a Kool Aid smile on your face. But what you're missing is what does foreplay look like to the intellect. That's like no, it's not just that. If you can't say the right things, no. What I'm saying is, you're doing all that and you're slanging it. So you're taking it. You're taking. You're you're putting way more weight on it than than Marie and I are. Okay, you guys are so evolved. No, it's not about being evolved. It's about knowing who you are. I have nothing against somebody where that's a bigger deal for them. I no, just know why. I, I didn't say that. I didn't say it wasn't a big deal. I didn't say it was a big deal. I'm just saying that. It's but it's not about being evolved. Right? For different folks. I just know who I am. I feel like if you add good sex to anything, you make any good situation better, period. That's all I'm saying. I yeah, that's, I totally agree with you. I know some people that are, that, 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 that are having good sex with their partners and they're in a toxic relationship. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, that's what I just said, though. You but we're saying to a good, good situation doesn't matter. Like what else is sort of in that mix? Good sex in a good situation is always going to be all a thousand times better. That's yeah. all I was saying. That's all. But um, dang, what, oh, I forgot what was I saying. Oh, okay. So I'm getting old, you guys. So don't judge me, my oldest. So I think I'm. I might be the oldest person on this panel. No, you're not. That's why I was going to say, be careful who you call an old. Oh, okay. I'm three years older than you. Uh, that's true, huh? Yeah. Uh, well, in man years. The youngest person on this panel? Marty's pretty young, right? Marty's older than Dre by three months. Yeah. We're the same so, age. And, and if, Janet, were you born in 1979? Um, Jen doesn't tell when she was born because okay. well, I'm not going to announce my age. Decade that you were born in? <laughs> Because I, I, I'm just because I um, haven't been the youngest person on a panel in a long time. I'm just trying um, to get excited. Like I, I'm, I'm in, I'm in most. I think I'm in. Oh, I'm in definitely in Kente's decade. Oh yes, I am the youngest person. <laughs> You're at the end of the decade. Oh, it's been I can't a minute. remember last time I was. Well, yeah, I've already said that I'm older than Kente, so. Oh, sorry, Natasha. I totally missed that. Okay, yeah. I'm in. No, I'm, I'm, I'm a 74 baby, and I have no issues saying it. <laughs> the year my parents got married in 1974. Because I'm the youngest person, I got to do a young move. That <laughs> 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 <Get> out, man. <laughs> so, uh, so like, not to burst your bubble or anything, but just by virtue of you doing that, it makes you look old. <laughs> oh no! You're right though. She's right. And, and it's not just that; it's the announcing I'm doing something now. When you have to announce, right? It, it's <laughs> but at least, at least, Dre, you had a second there where you I felt kind of young, right? Yeah, like I'm 
Come over here, young buck. Watch me do the move. <laughs> we love you anyway. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. Do you uh do you still go out and uh, dance and all that? Do I still go out and dance? Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's Puerto Rican. Right? No, I know, but she's a, you know, she's a, a mother of three, teacher, uh, Catholic. But I'm also a person. No, I'm not Catholic. I'm Christian. Okay. Uh, but I'm also a person. Wait, and, you're a person? Right. I am a person. I'm Evan's not just a mother. Mom? I'm not just a teacher. Evan, you're Evan's mom. I'm Evan's. <laughs> I'm not just Evan's mom. <laughs> I am a person, and I need to and focus on me and get my me time in so that way I can be all those other things to everyone else that I need to be. So yes, I still go out dancing. I go out once a month with my girlfriend and I don't know how I make it home sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, all right. So, so uh, do you ever meet a, do you ever meet anybody there? Um, sometimes I do. But that's where they stay. Oh, so no, uh, no taking it beyond there. Huh? Mm, no. Dang, you are a tough nut. The crap. I am. I am. It, it just, it is what it is. I can't, like, it, again, it's okay to meet someone and feel some type of like, oh, he's really cute. But I need more than that. So meeting someone at the club when I'm inebriated and not in my right frame of mind is not someone I want to be waking up to Sunday morning talking about, Hey, how are you? No. Cause I don't know who he is. And I wasn't really me during that time, you know? Okay. Oh, okay. But you would make an exception for, um, <clears throat> Jason Momoa, right? Absolutely not. Oh, what? Oh my God. Okay. I would make every exception. Yes, I, I mean, I'm just putting my moral soul on the line here. I would just put that out there. Mighty soul? Go ahead. Why not Jason Momoa? I don't think he's attractive at all. Really? Wow. Then what? what I'm, Jen, like, I, I'm, I'm fully heterosexual. <laughs> like, fully. But that yes. bro right there, yes. right, is, 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 is the one dude that's like, like I would have to to keep, like you know, when I get married, my wife away from. Right? Oh my! <laughs> he was a, wait. Stop, Kente. You were you can relate. He was able to bag Lisa Bonet. <laughs> Look, and, I, I, and I, you know what? And you know what? No, be a hater. No. Yeah, he's yeah. I, come on. Not just that, but uh, first, well, not being first of all, but he also is a local boy. So he's Hawaii. Um, and also, if you listen to him speak without, yeah. I mean, forget all the celebrity stuff. If you actually listen to him speak, uh, he's got some serious brain power computing yeah. behind those pretty blue eyes. So, well, he, he's a married man, but if he was a single guy, you telling me he couldn't get your number? Nope. Not I don't like him. I don't think he's who cute. Could give, give us a celebrity. A celebrity who would have my number who the would, minute he opened his mouth to me? Yeah. Mark yeah. Anthony. Really? Mark Anthony? Mm -hmm. Mark hmm. Anthony. Does he like, does he like women? Is he what? Does he like women? He likes women. Oh, he's straight. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he married J-Lo. 
Hello, he was married to Dionata. She was Miss America or Miss Universe or some shit Man, like that. Rock Hudson was married. Who? Rock shit. Hudson. Rock Hudson. Yeah. I don't he know was like an actor in in the 40s, 50s or something who was married but then came out gay, died of AIDS, I think. Is that the dude from um, My Genie? Who? No, no, no. You're thinking of... Um, I, are you thinking of I Dream a Genie guy? Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 not him. Rock Hudson was before his time. Gotcha, okay. He, his A lot of his acting was like black and white acting. Yeah, so. he was he was in shows like in the uh, in the in the fifties, like um, the Martian Chronicles, and um, you, you know, kind of a lot of, stuff, lie, by the way. a lot of the stuff that you'd see on TCM now. If yeah. you watch TCM, you'd see uh, they always do sort of shout out tributes to Rock Hudson. He, I mean, he, for in his day, he was. Yeah, really I heard that. He was like the dude for his day, you know, like sex symbol. Really. Yeah, I'm just kidding. He was the Mark Anthony of his day. <laughs> Mark Anthony, like really? Yeah. I've been obsessed with Mark Anthony forever. You don't like manly men, I think. He's five eight. Did you like uh, Ricky? What's that guy's name? Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin. You don't like masculine men. I, I noticed. I like masculine men. The Rock can get it, but I wouldn't want to keep him. Oh. What's wrong with masculine men? There's nothing wrong with masculine men. However, you know what? So I think part of me, if I'm going to sit here and psychoanalyze myself, part of me says a masculine man is strong, strong, like really strong, right? He's got like these big muscles and whatever. He'll hurt me. He'll hurt me. Because I've been with a man who had muscles, who was big like that, who hurt me. So I tend to stay away from big men or mm-hmm. muscular men and men who are big into fitness and things like that. Wow. Wow. Okay. Salute to all the guys who love donuts. I love I love a little pudge. I love a little. Hey, hey nothing wrong. You know, Nothing wrong with that. No. But I mean, you can be pudgy and still uh, about that life. One of my kids told me that the dad bod is actually the biggest. That's like the biggest attraction for a lot of people. So, Really? Where are these women at? I don't know. <laughs> well, one of them's on the panel, clearly. I, I like dad bods. See? You know what? Uh, let's start a group of women who like that. <laughs> True story. True story. All right, uh, <laughs> and I will say like to, I had a uh, not a colleague, but um, uh, he was gay, a gay dude, like you know, real cool, like you know, he was a, a friend who got drunk and hit on me, and couldn't stop talking about my dad bod and how he loved it, and I was getting a little uncomfortable. Um, and I was like, okay, it's all right, it's a little enough right now. I'm starting to feel like a piece of meat. You're making me feel like, you know, chill, relax. Like, you know, I'm 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 a human being. Okay, you're gonna respect me. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our world. Yes, I I apologize for every misogynistic male out there that has ever objectified you. I am sorry on behalf of the military. Well, I mean, wow. Yeah, that that's that's rough. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, I, that, that, that's I, I heard I heard that too that the dad bod is in right now. Yep. Yeah, really, I haven't heard. Listen, that. If, if my young adult kids are talking about what is sort of in that way, I mean, they are so tapped into kind of like what's new. Not new. That's wrong. They're so tapped into what is culturally relevant right now, and they do such a better job than I feel like I ever did at their age of sort of uh, understanding the dynamics of why things are the way that they are. And I mean, they zeroed in on it right away. They were like, listen, any guy who's going to spend that much time at the gym, who's going to wears all that attention once the relationship starts going to go, it's not going to go to you. It's going to go to the gym. It's going to go to, you know, I got to keep myself in this perfect physical condition. And where does that leave us? So unless I'm willing to be in that space, and I mean, I'm listening to the, these kids talk about this, like it was, you know, a psychology today article. And I was so impressed by it. I mean, that's some serious awareness right there. So. Okay. Well, what about you, Natasha? What, what kind of, uh, what, I know you, you just, you're not just on the physical, but when it is physical, um, I don't know if I ever thought about it as a dad bod, but I don't mind the dad bod. Um, I'm, I, I don't know if I have that much of a preference. I mean, I know I like taller dudes, but like I dated somebody who's shorter than me. I just want somebody who's going to treat me well and we're compatible and you know, so, Aww. but if I had to like look and go, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, so you said you dated a guy shorter than you, and you're what five five? You said I'm five five, and he was about five three and a half. Really? What was that like? Um, it was interesting because I thought I was going to have an issue with it because I like tall men, um, and I'm attracted to tall men. Um, but we met online. He seemed like a decent dude, and I was like, okay, then you know who cares? And he said he was cool with it, and um. The first time we met, he asked me not to wear my heels. And I was like, I'm only 5'5". Five five. I'm like average woman height. Um, I'm actually 5'4 and 3 quarters, but you know, whatever. <laughs> um, but I was like, if you can't, if you don't want me to wear my heels now, then you don't want me to dress the way I dress. And that's an issue. So I wore my heels. And if he felt uncomfortable, that's too bad for him because... We he knew I was taller than him. I told him I wear heels when I back when I was wearing more heels than I do now. And uh it, you know, like you can't ask me to do something to minimize myself because you don't feel comfortable, then you're not the right fit for me. I, I've dated one woman that was taller than me. I'm six feet tall, mm -hmm. six foot two. <laughs> and uh you're six foot two. No, the woman no. he dated was six foot two. She was six foot two. I'm six feet. And uh, that was, you know, that, that was kind of bizarre because I never dated a woman taller than me. And it was just like. But it might be bizarre at six feet. When you're five, three and change, most people are taller than you. Yeah. Everybody's taller than me. I'm only five foot one. So if you find a man shorter than you, you found a rarity. You keep him. There's not many men out there like him. <laughs> are you ta you're talking to me? Talking to Natasha. Oh, Natasha. okay. Yeah, yeah. Why? Why do I need to keep him? Because not many men are, are shorter than you, so you keep that man because he's a rarity. 
No, I'm, I'm not looking to collect rarity with things like height, you know? Uh, she wants to date, not open a freak show. Well, wait a minute. If if the key, if you guys get locked out of your place, you can put him through the window. I knew <laughs> it was going to go there. I knew it was going to go I knew it. You can get in and out of, you know, little places and stuff. See me, you ain't putting me through no window. So. <laughs> I, I swear to God, yeah, right. well, I knew exactly. What Maya, Maya Fogs is only five feet. Yeah, right. right. she, you might be the shortest one here, because uh, Madi saw you are what five? Five feet? one and a half. Five one. Five one and a half. Yeah. That is wow, Evan. Y'all make me feel tall for a girl up in here. Yeah, that, now that's Evan. Evan's the boss over there at her place. He is not the boss. Yeah, <laughs> totally the boss. He, he runs things. He runs things. Or... He likes to think he runs things, but he doesn't. Yeah, like yeah. So oh, especially during quarantine time, he's, uh, uh, he's he kept y'all in line. So, God. So. he's going to bed. Sorry, he's got to get his hugs and kisses. Aw, poor, poor uh, Evan. Why are you going to bed? You have to go to work tomorrow. Um, he's got That's school good. tomorrow. He's got school. I have work tomorrow, and he's already four hour, four and a half hours past his normal bedtime. So, four and a half. Wow. Yeah, quarantine done messed up his whole schedule. Yeah. How's he gonna go back? Like some, it's it's hard. It's gonna be hard for some people to go back to a normal thing because they've gotten so far off track. You know, the way to September, maybe, maybe. Yo, isn't that crazy? Like we've been. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a you get quite used to the difference, oh, and it's going to be a challenge too. Yeah, he does. He gets jealous. Yeah. Uh, all right. So before before we uh, say goodbye, um, I definitely, um, you know, this has been some. This has been a weird times, but. One good thing is that I've kind of reconnected with a lot of people from that I haven't talked to in a long time, you know, which has been cool. I, today, a friend of mine uh, contacted me who I haven't talked to his brother in years, and it was so good to find out that he's doing fine and his family and all that kind of stuff. So I guess that's been a good thing, you know. Um, generally, when you don't talk to people, it's for good reason, you know. But then there's people that you just, you know, you – you know, time just, you know, you're doing your thing, they're doing their thing. So um, I don't know, has anybody reconnected with anybody in the last, uh, during this quarantine time? I've checked in with some people, but not reconnected where I was speaking a lot more to anybody in particular. Yeah. I've actually um, like touched base with my best friend, who we were estranged for, not estranged, but you know, people drift apart and you don't talk as often, but I still consider her my best friend. I mean, she was, she's been a part of my life. She's the God, she's a godmother of my child. And she's been a part of my life for the past 17 years. So that's my best friend regardless. Um, but she actually caught coronavirus. So mm -hmm. like I've made sure to like check in with her and be like, hey, how are you? How are you feeling? How are things going? You know, and like I talk to her husband every day because he he actually works at Evans School. 
Mm. And he is part of his duty is to call Evan. So even though he's Evan's godfather, it's his job to call Evan every day to make sure that Evan's okay and he doesn't need any help with his work or whatever. So um, I talked to him and I was like, you know, how's she doing? Whatever, whatever, whatever. But then I make sure I reach out to her myself and be like, you know, hey, how are you? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. um, one thing that is happening is, and I've heard this from a lot of uh, men and women is, there is, uh, wait, she said, I found out my cousin is expecting a baby and video chat with my grandpa. I haven't talked to them since last summer. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, one thing that's happened is a lot of dudes are taking this opportunity to reconnect to some old flames. So, you know, they said, well, she's in quarantine. I'm in quarantine. You know, I enjoyed our times together. You know, maybe she might get a little bored. Maybe she might, you know, want, you know, to come back. Has anybody ever had a had a guy try to? Uh... Nope. I had someone try to kick game, start kicking game. He was like, yo, I've known you for like forever, but don't tell your sister. Like, you know, was good. And I was like, mm, first off, that's a big no-no right there. You told me not to tell my sister. We good. The first thing I did as we're as he and I are chatting, I text my sister, like, yo, why is he telling me not to tell you? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, he that's just how it works. He should have known better. Mm -hmm. Quarantine with you, like Tiffany Haddish and Common. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's funny. So, so any, uh, any old flames try to give get back at you uh natasha during this um i have an ex that i've spoken more with but he's not trying anything oh okay nice. i have two exes that i've talked to more recently one's not trying anything one is just being his perverted self but he's not really trying anything or if he is i'm just not even entertaining <laughs> he's consistent yeah like you know we'll be chatting and he's asking me what i'm wearing and i just pretend i don't hear it a sweater yeah <laughs> Which, and what's really funny is usually like I you joke about having a uniform because I have two different um, I have a lot of roots gear and I'm almost always in one of my sweatsuits when I'm at home. So I'm like, why do you even ask? Like, you're not going to get the answer you're looking for. Just ask me which color and then you'll know which one of my sweatsuits I'm wearing. Mm -hmm. oh. <laughs> <laughs> what are you wearing? Hilarious. Um, okay. What, uh, what about you, uh, um, Dre, has anybody ever tried to hit you up during this corona? Any uh, ladies? No. no? Okay. All right. All right. So you got the sign out there talking about uh, if you didn't mess with me in 2012. Don't mess with me now. Yeah. <laughs> See, this master's degree, that means I'm a master. <laughs> True. I, I feel now, like I'm not trying to get close to nobody. I don't know what asymptomatic, you know, people are out there. You're gonna try to come by and say hi. And, no, no, no. But like, she too fine to have the Rona. <laughs> <laughs> My you know what it is. You know what it is? I'm gonna say it's it's like that. Like, uh, like it's like um, I hate to say it like this. It's like STD, right? You've only been around one person, and now you got coronavirus. And then you got to call them up with that awkward conversation. It's like, oh. I have an STD and I know you gave it to me because you're the only person I've ever been with. It's going to be like that. Like, okay, um, I have coronavirus. And if they'd be like, and, 
and you gave it to me. <laughs> like mm. conversation. So no, I just think that is safer for me not to even be around anybody or even if somebody did try to 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 entertain that. Hmm. Well, I mean, you can always uh, meet them across the street from each other. So you just you know, just have a bullhorn, or just have a cell phone, you know, or, or you know, what, have a tin can with a string on it. Yeah, did you, uh, you just throw it across the street? Uh, did we talk about um, <clears throat> the couple? I like that, that idea. That started dating. Mm-hmm. Uh, they saw each other on each other's roofs and started. Right, right, right. Yeah, it can happen. It can happen for sure. All right, Dre, you have a show on Thursday. Um, tell yeah. us about it and how can we get you on social media? All right. So Get Vocal. It'll be uh, airing live on Albany Riggins' um, page on Facebook. And on Get Vocal, um, you can uh, um, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Harrison Family Vlogs. Instagram is at underscore dot D dot har- No, at at Andre underscore D underscore Harrison and on um, Twitter at Andre D Harrison, one word. Um, but yeah, if you guys can tune in eight o'clock this Thursday, I'll be with Facebook and um, I'll get vocal. We're going to be talking about how to uh, maintain strong relationships during quarantining. Right. Good, good. Mighty saw, how can we get you in social media? And when's the next time you go online? Um, when you go live? I'll be live Thursday. What time? I think I set it for six thirty. Oh, so before his. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she gonna tell all her people to come to mine. Thank you. Afterwards, yeah. I'm like, okay, we're done now. So now I need you to go check out Ebony Albany Riggins and join that chat. <laughs> yeah. Her. Right. right. <laughs> I said this is Thursday. We need to make like a, uh, uh, some kind of calendar or something so that we can, uh, yeah, keep it, keep uh, track of it. So, how and how can people get to you? Oh, yes. So, on, (laughs) on Facebook, I am Sly Amore Cruz. (laughs) On Instagram, it's Latina NYC Zero. All right. All right. I can't wait. Thursday's the night. Thursday's the night. Natasha, how can we get you on social media? And when do you go live next? Um, I go live on Tuesdays at 8 Eastern Standard. And uh, I have a Facebook page at Natasha A. Halliday. My Instagram's at Natasha A. Halliday. My Twitter that I don't use that much is at Natasha A. Halliday. And I recently started a YouTube page. And I don't know what you're supposed to tell people. What, but it's Natasha A. Holiday too. But I don't know if there's an at... I, no, that, I'm so new to the YouTube you, thing. You my YouTube to search yeah. You want you want them to search your channel. Yeah. That's good for the YouTube algorithm. Mm-hmm. And you have a comedy show coming up too, right? I have. I'm do, actually. I'm doing a webinar on this Friday. Um, I'm doing a free webinar. Um, that the tickets are available on Eventbrite.ca, where I'm talking about faith resilience and uncertainty, how to manage times of crisis. Uh-huh. Um, on. The 13th, I'm a speaker at a seminar on an online seminar where I'll be talking. It's a, like a financial seminar, and I'm talking about financial resilience and um, how to, you know, be financially sound to keep yourself resilient during this crisis. And then on Friday the 15th, yeah, I'm in a comedy show 
Um, so they're calling it Laugh a Long Weekend because it's our long weekend in Canada that weekend. So she's actually, there's a show Friday and then there's kind of like a, a, a baking chat sort of, um, Keisha the Bakeologist is going to chat and then they're going to have some comedians do a little bit too and talk about some different stuff on the 16th, but I will be on the 15th um, doing a little bit of comedy. All right. All right. And your webinar, uh, how can we get your webinars? Um, so eventbrite.ca, if somebody looked up faith, resilience and uncertainty, they should be able to find it. All right. I can't wait to check it out. So you're going to be doing it like from your house? I'm doing it from my house and praying my internet works because I did a live today and my internet was getting all funky and I've just upgraded my streaming and yet I'm still having trouble, but I'm going to have to change carriers after what I've dealt with in the last few weeks with my carriers. Like they just ongoing stupidity, including them canceling the old modem, even though my new modem hadn't arrived. So I don't know what they thought was going to be providing me internet while I had no active modem. So you guys um, do have free health care. We do. We do. No, um, you, know, you know what the problem is? You got to feed the hamsters on the wheel. <laughs> and the internet will be smooth. As yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to get a Wi-Fi booster or something because uh, it's one of those cable in, um, internet things. And so when the cable company was out here dealing with people's TVs issues, all of a sudden my internet got better, and then it started to fade again. And I'm like, this is just. I I do. I'm working from home and going into the office, and I'm a therapist, so. There's nothing like somebody starting to talk about what traumatizes them and it freezes. <laughs> it's like somebody dropping that 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 sensitive moment. And I'm like, you know, you guys have got to understand, like, I need to be there for my clients. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, I, I have to, I'll do the best that I can. Wow. That's awesome. Uh, Jen, how can we get you in social media? Oh, you don't need to get me on social media, but I did want to just comment real quick. You didn't even ask me if anybody had reached out to me during quarantine. And I just wanted to yeah, let you know that- I thought you were away. Uh, no, I was right here. I just had my mic muted. Oh. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> so I didn't cough into the mic. But oh. you know, um, but I, I just wanted to let you know that you are the one that always reaches out to me all the time and don't need anybody else except you so oh well you know you're family you are family. <laughs> you know that's a really horrible way to take a compliment and turn it into something super dull now i feel like a mother-in-law forgot this your family She's like, kids today. And he's like, yeah, yeah, we're family. No, Jen, no. Uh, all right, all right. Jen, all right. Jen, uh, <laughs> that, was, that was great. <laughs> Hilarious. You guys are funny. Uh, you can get me at Kente F on um, Twitter. Kente Ferguson at Instagram. And of course, the website is IndyRadio.org. That's IndyRadio.org. Thursday, I'll be there checking you guys out. Uh, of course, uh, uh, I'm going to check you guys out on Friday because I ain't got shit else to do. I'm doing everything else at the crib. So, uh, you know, um, I mean, everything I'm doing at the crib. So, um, but uh, I, this has been a, a good time. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us. And peace. <laughs>